It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week, at least once a week, at chicagoverseunited.com, where I talk with the premier tastemakers in the Chicago scene. This week, on the phone with Dan Cassidy, frontman for the band The Fold. How's it going, dude? Hey, going well. Your record, your new record from The Fold, it's called Dear Future, Come Get Me, and... It's been out a couple weeks, but that was a record you guys actually completed some time before it was finally out. And now people have it. They can hold it in their hands. They have the CD or they've downloaded it. How awesome does it feel that people finally have this record that you completed quite some time ago? Oh, it feels great. We um, we kind of <laughs> went through a, a waiting game, and then I, I read a couple books on the matter of, you know, whether whether it's worth it to, to wait for a label or whether it's better to just jump into things on your own. And we decided we were waiting for something. Something that wasn't really worth waiting for. So we started talking to some partners and we just put together a little campaign and we said, you know what, let's get this out there. We know we know who our core fans are. And uh, as long as we know what they look like, all we have to do is put together a small plan to reach more of those people. And uh, we can actually do this on our own. So it's been a great learning process and uh, we're just ready to keep it rolling through, uh, through the spring and get some big stuff happening early next year you've done the major label thing before you've been in show off which was another successful chicago band and you've put other fold albums out through labels so now that you're doing this independent thing is this the way you want to go from now on do you are you loving this the freedom that you have now Uh, i like the freedom we never felt too bogged down in any situations i was in previously as far as like you know the creative vision or anything like that so it's not so much that i never want to deal with the label again but i just feel like right now it's a good season for us to go through it's a very uh honest and upfront way to deal with our careers and um you know i think record labels are so scared right now that it just feels like this is the smart way to go at this very moment for the fold i know you read a book by Greg Cott called Wire that uh, it's something I read and it talks about kind of the last 10 or 15 years of the music industry and the digital music revolution and I, I mean that ties into a lot of what you guys are doing you had your own campaign here you released the album on your own isn't it amazing that you can do all this at this point yeah I think with the creation of sites like TuneCore and it even sounds like um, CD Baby has stepped up and another one called Reverb Nation. Yes. Um, they just set, they give you all the tools. They've watched bands do this independently. And, and, you know, you do have to keep track of things, which is a lot of what labels try to do when they're marketing a band or smart labels try to do when they're marketing a band. Right. So they, they give you all those figures and all those numbers. And they say, you know, there's something happening in this little part of this little state, so maybe you should go tour there. They really have built these great tools and widgets so that bands can uh, maximize, you know, what's going on with them. And so it almost, yeah, I think it just gives control right to the band so that they can do it on their own if they need to. And if a major label wants to pour millions of dollars into your band, that's going to be hard to say no to, but that's a good problem to have as well. (laughs) Absolutely. You talked about hitting other markets, you know, and and finding out the best places to play. And you're actually embarking on a tour right now. It looks like it's just starting. Is that the case? Yeah, you're correct. We are in Chicago tonight, which is very exciting. Over Um, at Reggie's. Yes, Reggie's. And we just came from a couple of Michigan shows, which is where the tour started. And uh, it's been amazing. We uh, we met a couple bands that we were just kind of jumping into this tour with, and we haven't met them yet, 
called The Status and The Right Coast. And then our good old friends Just Left, who are also from Chicago, they uh, are on the tour as well. So four touring bands, one now, low price. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> it seems like this tour... I know at least with the Chicago date, it was announced kind of suddenly. Were you guys like a last-minute addition to the bill, or was this kind of a last-minute thing in general, or, or why, why the rush? You know, Reggie's is a place we've always wanted to play, and um, we saw that the routing kind of allowed for a Chicago date. So the circumstances were, were definitely rushed, but we said, you know what, let's, let's check out Reggie's. Let's make sure, you know, it's everything we hope it is. And uh, we're going to be doing a tour a show there uh, in February, so we just kind of wanted to get our feet wet, um, get to know the place, and see how it goes. <laughs> so we're, we're just spreading the word like mad, which is a uh, reason that I'm very happy you uh, put me on your podcast to talk about it. And you know what, man? Kids out. Absolutely. I mean, this record, Dear Future, Come Get Me, it's a record that I got to hear a few months before you guys uh, put it out for everybody, and I fell in love with it. And I'm not saying that because you're on the phone with me. I mean... Anybody who's talked to me in the last couple months, I'm like, there's this record. It's going to come out. You've got to hear it. It's going to blow your mind. And this is a record full of so many songs that are just so, A, they're so well produced, and B, they're so big and anthemic sounding. Or, and some of them are a little more intimate and personal, but it's a record that really has a lot of emotion and a lot of feeling behind it. It's very passionate in each approach that it takes. Thank you so much. It's uh, it's definitely, you know, my heart at that moment. It's, it's what we're going through, and uh, I appreciate it when people really can see that and not just you know, lump us in with every other band. <laughs> There's so many bands out there right now trying to do this. But, yeah, we've always put a lot of stock in the lyrics. And, you know, if, if I'm not singing about something that's real, then uh, I should just put the microphone down. So um, it's definitely all about an autobiographical look at what's going on in my life right now. Looking at that, you know, you've got a website, uh, dearfuturecomegetme.com, and that is a website that ties in, obviously, with the album. Yeah. Do you want to talk about kind of what the theme is there and what what you have people doing at that site we think it's uh, i thought it was kind of a therapeutic thing for me to just like kind of write a letter to my future which is where the album title came from so what we did was we opened that up to the fans and we said you know you can do whatever you want really because this is your thing it's not ours you can scratch something on a postcard and mail it to us you can google an image it could be a picture of yourself and you could just write something on it type something over it and all we said was it should say, dear future, and then whatever you want to say to your future. So some people said, uh, dear future, am I going to marry the girl next door? <laughs> Other people had some heavier stuff going on, like, dear future, will I ever break this addiction? And things like that. And it's really been amazing. We've had uh, hundreds of entries so far, and kids are just really uh, attaching to it. So it's neat to be a part of something like that. Now, were you expecting when you put this idea together, when you put the website out there, were you expecting to get this kind of response and and even really personal and emotional responses? Because I've looked at some of these and some of them are optimistic and some of them are a little bit sad and some of them are, are, are a little bit dark, you know, but these are all entries where people are kind of bearing their soul in one way or another, no matter what emotion they're, uh, you know, kind of presenting, it seems. Yeah. I mean, I would say it definitely went exactly how I hoped. Like you said, you you never know. I mean, whatever makes people go to a certain website and not another one, it's kind of a mystery. So um, it's been great to see people actually, like, get the idea and get 
that we want you to participate. And um, I've just been loving. Every time I get an entry, I'm like, uh, I get excited about it, like like I made it myself. So it's kind of neat. But, you know, I mean, in a way you kind of did because these all stem from your basic idea and then people are building upon it and adding their own, you know, interpretation or their own input to it. True. I mean, that's that's kind of the beauty of living in the digital age that we do in that you can have such a connection, it seems, with your listeners and with the people who are affected by your music. Yeah, definitely. You know, speaking of the digital route, you guys are also giving away one of your songs online for free if people email you, right? Yeah, we've been um, just having people email us at freesong at thefoldrock.com. So it's uh, F-R-E-E-S-O-N-G at T-H-E-F-O-L-D-R-O-C-K dot com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for anyone writing it up. Yeah. And you're giving away... Um, which song? Uh, it's actually track one off our new record, which is, uh, I believe, one of your faves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a song that, uh, as soon as I heard the record when you sent it to me a, few, uh, a while back, I fell in love with it right away. And I, I tell everybody, you know, I even I even wrote this in a uh, a review online at one of the websites I write for, but it should be the song they play in this trailer for like the next Superman movie because I just see it as <laughs> such a soaring anthemic love track it. that that's like what pops big. in my head. You gotta have big goals. I like it. <laughs> and, and you know, and it doesn't get any bigger than. Superman. So I know I've actually I've pitched that idea a few times for you know people who go for placements for that sort of thing. So keep them coming. I love I love your ideas, <laughs> dude. Let me know if it happens. Oh, you'll know. <laughs> All right, what's coming up next year in 2010 for the fold? I mean, the record will be out. You said you're going to be hitting Reggie's in uh in February. It sounds like we uh I think we're going to definitely be. It's going to be a a touring year for us. You know, a band like us, we're more used to releasing something you know, early summer, like May, June, and doing warp Tour and things like that. So for us, a big goal is to, um, obviously, to sell more records than we ever have before, and to do it independently would just be huge. And we want to build this thing up in that way. And, you know, if we get a tour, we want it to be because of that and not because our label they had to put something together to feed all their baby bands for the summer. You know, we want this to be about us working hard and doing things like the Warp Tour again and packaging up with smart bands that we actually love and want to be on tour with. So, yeah, we just hope this thing keeps growing and growing and we just keep putting content out there. I love what you've done with the record. I, I love actually the record itself and listening to it, but I love how you've taken this idea made it very welcoming and you've kind of invited all of your fans to partake in it and I think that that's a great way to really share a personal experience and I think that's what music is all about I hope that's how people feel that's definitely what we were going for <laughs> you know people are sending it in I think they're feeling it man so I think that's excellent and you guys are playing Reggie's tonight on the south side of Chicago not that far south and uh, how can people grab tickets for that show yeah go to <laughs> tinyurl.com slash the fold at Reggie's. Sure. T h e f o l d a t r e g g i e s, and uh, I made that a, a direct ticket link to the show, so you can get your tickets at TicketWeb through that link. No excuse so, not to go. Yeah, please do it. It's only I think eight bucks, and um, it's going to be helping out some great bands, and you're gonna you're gonna go home with a couple new favorite bands because these bands we're on the road with are really great. Well, that's fantastic, man, and I'm I'm so happy that everything's happening. You guys are out on the road. It sounds like you're in a good space, and I'm really happy about uh you know everything happening with the record. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, man. We will talk to you soon. See ya. You've been listening to the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, Your Chicago Scene Salvation. 
Thanks to Dan Cassidy from The Fold for being on the show. You can check out all the episodes of this podcast at ChicagoVerseUnited.com, including interviews with members of Kill Hannah, Kid Color, The Heaven 70s, and more. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.